Across America, over 100 million people are now in some form of lockdown. What am I going to do with four hundred industries have ground to a halt. You pick the 26,000 people who are going to die. Major airlines and hotel chains fearing they will not survive as viable businesses. So I think Easter Sunday and you'll have packed churches all over our country. Uh, 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 uh. It's my Count Dracula vo- uh, voice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I got a seven-month-old, and we've been watching a lot of Sesame Street. So. Word. Oh, oh, oh. Let's count together. One, two, three, four. Four is the number of the day. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. All right. Well, happy recording day, man. Yeah, yeah. Happy recording day for sure. Um, <coughs> so let's stuff that stay in our heads. What else has been going on with you, man? Uh, see you're drinking some Starbucks, so they must be open. They're open. They never really closed. It was just drive through only. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the neighbor this morning decided that he wanted Starbucks, and I just happened to be outside finishing my cigar this morning around, uh, I don't know, sometime before 9 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> So I went out there and I just like, forget it, man. I'm going to finish this cigar. I left half a stick out there last night. I was just too tired. And, um, you know, went to bed early. So, um, yeah. He's like, you want something? I'm like, sure. I'll text it to you. So, yeah. And then my wonderful wife, not sure what happened. was lost in translation. Uh. I ordered for her too, even though she said that she didn't want anything. She was so wishy-washy about it. I knew that meant she wants something. She just doesn't know what she wants. Sure. So I ordered for her. She proceeded to thank him, drink hers, and leave mine on the counter. And never brought it to me. (laughs) Nice. So, uh. Sometimes being a good husband is a thankless job, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Like, whatever, dude. I love you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, yeah, nothing really else is going on, bro. I'm just shooting the shit. I uh, had a really nice bonfire last night that was still smoldering this morning. So So if you saw my snap, I was like really itching to just get it relit again so i've been like toying with it all morning long just throwing sheets of paper in there just to keep it hot yeah (laughs) for no reason i don't need it (laughs) i'm working in the basement you know i'm in the basement working i can't even enjoy the fire but yet still when i go outside i love that smell so i'm just (coughs) throwing shit on it just to keep it smoking Man, coronavirus. Ooh, you know when you take a swig of something and it uh-huh. just goes. <coughs> yeah, 
Gale swallows. <sighs> Man. <clears throat> you all right over there, killer? Yeah, it just like went down my throat wrong. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's so immature. Oh, well. That's what we do, man. You can thank the office for that, right? Yeah, we finished it, by the way. Oh, good for you. And then I don't uh, think she's done yet. Last night we watched the new episode of Tiger King. Oh, there's a new one? Yeah, they like check in with some of the people from the show and see where they're at. Uh, and uh, yeah, so we did that. <laughs> mm. um, Sounds thrilling. We're not doing too much, man. Yeah. Only thing new with me is trying to figure out. So now that you know, like uh, states are starting to reopen in their phases, you know. It's uh, it's a, it's now become for me figuring out at what phase can I do certain things to make money, you know? Sure. Because the let's see, like around me is Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana, Missouri, you know, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so I can travel and go to different states relatively easily. But yeah. they all have different phases that they're going through right now. So it's like, if we got a wedding in Kentucky, when can we have, like, depending on their, you know, reopening phase, can we shoot that wedding? Is that even going to be a wedding during that time? You know, I don't know. Just kind of trying to wrap my head around all the different timing of the. The phases, I guess I should say, you know? Yeah, sure. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty weird. It's also kind of interesting that, like, <clears throat> I mean, it's not going to be a quick thing, you know? Each phase is, like, yeah. a month, if not longer. And that's depending on a couple vital things. Do, do we talk about this? On here, but uh, not doesn't sound familiar yeah, to me. I don't think so. It's it's so fresh. Um, but yeah, it depend like the hospitals and the communities, they'll all have certain things that they um they look out for, like you know if there's a spike in uh, hospitals needing this shit or that shit or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like at any okay. one phase they could revert back to like what we're doing right now. Sure. I don't know man, it's all kind of like all over the place. But <clears throat> it's something we got to deal with, so Yeah, so soft uh, I guess they would call that like a soft open, right? Um and it's the same thing that's happening up at Tata Motors. Their motors are the tits. Uh, yeah. The, um, they're saying that they're going to allow people to come back to work once the quarantine is over, most likely June 1st. Or is that actually a date? Yeah, June 1st is a Monday. Uh, they can start coming back in, but only those who are absolutely necessary 
having to be in the office in order to do their job. So um, yeah. those essential workers, right? And they're estimating only about 25% of them actually is what's going to be coming in. And they're, they're planning on checking your temperature at the door and um, giving you a mask and blah, blah, blah. That's the first wave. Second wave is going to be something maybe two weeks to a month later um, after, you know, evaluating to see how things go um, to be able to see, hey, can these people come in as well? Um, those that are on like essential project projects, you know, um, maybe another 25 percent at that point. But us salary employees that have laptops and cell phones, company issued. They're saying we're not coming back until the until after, um, you know, July shutdown. So, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so that that puts us at the second week of or third week of July. The 13th is the earliest that I might actually go back into the office. July 13th. It's crazy, I, man. And that's if uh, if everything goes well. Yeah, I, we just started the month of May. <laughs> so <laughs> we still got to get through June. Because, uh, you know, yeah, the man. more and more people go out. Right. I don't know. Because even with, like, I, <clears throat> I know, like, so Missouri's open, right? Yeah. But, like, the restaurants and stuff like that, <clears throat> and it's not, I don't think it's everything yet. But, um, you know, restaurants can only be 25% full to their person capacity. capacity. So it's like, yeah, okay, well, maintaining that's going to be, I would seem to think, a challenge. Mm -hmm. And then even that, you've got that amount of people in one place living normally. I mean, I don't know. I don't yeah. think coronavirus is going to go away by July, is my point. Sure, maybe not. And then, uh, Wouldn't it be kind of w weird, though? Like, you see, like, 12 people sitting in a restaurant, sitting far away from each yeah. other, and everybody else standing outside just watching them eat. It's like, <laughs> it's like the halves. Six feet apart, <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> It's like the haves and the have-nots, you know? It's like, oh, look at those bastards. They got to eat. You know, we're standing outside in the cold just watching you eat. You know, that's... Yeah, I don't it's know. It's a sucky reality, man. It would almost seem to think, like, they would. these restaurants would need to just be reservation only. That makes more sense to me than having people wait outside you wanna, six like, feet apart. you pick your food up and leave, you know? Sure. But even with carryouts, you would still have to. No, you wouldn't do carryouts. They would just be bringing it to your car yeah. at that point, right? I guess. Pull up. That makes more sense to me because the second you allow somebody <laughs> to walk in to pick up their carryout, then you're over capacity. Yeah. So. I don't know. I'm glad I'm not a restaurant. But I have my own shit yeah. I got to figure out, and that's equally annoying. So. I can only imagine. What that day I can like. only imagine. <laughs> 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 what 
what it would be like. God, I feel so ugh inside right now. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. It's disgusting. Did you ever watch the right. little doc on him? About that song? Mm-mm. Nope. Uh, nope. I have not suffered that well, long. Well, I can save you the trouble. It's like every other motivational story that Christians put out there where things are cool, but then they're bad. And the dad's mm-hmm. a meanie head. And then mm-hmm. they don't curse, but they say, man, I'm done with this. This is a bunch of honky. I'm getting the <laughs> heck out of here, man. And then he does. <laughs> and then he realizes Jesus uh. is the reason. And I love my daddy. But in that mm-hmm. time, his daddy got saved, started reading the Bible. So when he comes back, it's just, you know, they ride away into the sunset together. and Holding hands. It's a story of redemption. I get it. <clears throat> totally get it. Wow. I think I've seen Surround that probably. by a, your glory. What a will dozen times. my heart feel? Dude, it is a good song. <laughs> I just, um, you know. Mm. It's not, though. You don't think it's a good, like, lyrically? (laughs) Lyrically, I suppose, yes. But... Like, if you were to read the lyrics, I think you'd be like, yeah, that's that's cool. It's the perfect song to sing... Well, it's the perfect song to sing at a funeral. I'm sorry. Okay. It's a funeral song. I won't won't come against that. Yeah, I, I don't want to worship to that song, though. Oh, yeah. Which I'm is not what, talking about it as a worship song. Which is what most churches did. Yeah, for sure. At least the, ch- the church that, it, you know, I left, it was a worship song for them. Ours was more like an offering song. Mm. God, but, I haven't been to church in so long, it's crazy. I know, and I still say that's so dumb. <laughs> Why Why wouldn't your offering song be something hype and jumping? Like, be excited to give. Nah, bro. Because white church. God loves it. God loves a cheerful giver, doesn't he? You ever been to a white funeral? Yes. Shit's depressing as hell. You go to a black funeral? It is. Some motherfucking party oh, yeah. boy. Shouting, I, dude, baby. I love black funerals. Well, first Nothing off, like they're it. not even funerals. Celebrations. <laughs> yeah, or going home. Home going, going, get it right. Something like that. (laughs) Home going, dude. It is that's what it is. Celebration, man. Hell's yeah. I've only been to two, and dude, like when I die, I want to have a black funeral. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't mean anything Uh, racist about that. Of course not. Got to find a good local uh, Baptist church, family church down in, in in the hood. Yeah. And uh go to a few yeah. dinners, tie the few you know, weeks mm-hmm. out of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You heard Sean Dizzle pass away last week. Yeah, we finna have a homecoming for him, boy. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And then all my <laughs> my family would be like, What is going on? 
<laughs> right. One thing we know. Why are you so happy? <laughs> One thing we know. Sean loved Jesus. Amen, Pastor. Amen, Pastor. <laughs> Uh, I don't know how we got there, but um, surrounded by your oh, yeah. glory, <laughs> that's how we got there. What will my heart feel? Will I dance for you, Jesus? <laughs> now that or fucking song, still. it's going to be stuck in my head all day. I'm going to have to. Imagine. Yeah, I can only imagine dying. <laughs> that's 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 where I'm at right now. I'm imagining dying and death. Hey, what a perfect what it's gonna be like. COVID song. No. I don't want to imagine dying. I don't want to imagine death. I know. I want to imagine my kid oh my graduating. <clears throat> I know we have to wrap up soon. I don't think we've talked about this. And what? I know that you have to know. That Gronk is coming back with Brady. Oh, yeah, that's weeks old now, bro. Yeah, well, <laughs> we haven't talked about it. <laughs> no, we have not. Dude. Dude. Yeah. Come on. I'm going to say, I'm going to say the Bucks this year, Buccaneers, whatever the hell they're called, they're going to have a chance. Um,. I don't think so. Oh, actually, no. I take that back. Yes, they will because they've got some good weapons. And this would have been a perfect topic for uh, <laughs> for my boy Alan. But well, it happened yeah. after we had him on, right? No, it happened before. Really? Yep. Where have I been? I don't know, bro. Yeah. Well, you know, when COVID-19 pandemic's going on in the world, you can get lost in different news articles and stuff, and I didn't get lost in that one. <laughs> well, when you shut down the NFL, you know, uh, and you have a draft from everybody's living room, which was amazing. I'm not so sure how they actually pulled that one off. But they did it. Um. Yeah, it, it's it was probably the most excitement that we had pre-draft. You know, this happened before the draft even. Gronk. Yes. No, I don't. This not only happened. This happened not only before we recorded with Alan, but it happened before the draft. You never said anything to me. I'm putting it on you now. What kind of shitty yeah. friend are you? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I guess it is kind of my fault. I, <clears throat> I did, I did talk to Micah about it. He was kind of excited, um, because of course he's just a sports nut. Um, he loved it. I thought it was cool too. I mean, Brady is older than Gronk, and Gronk sounds like a. A 20, 20 year old frat boy when he talks. So there's no way in, in the in the world that he's gonna ever be able to be a commentator full time. He sounds like an idiot. He sounds like a drunken idiot. 
Um, so, what else is there to do? Go play football. Yeah. You know, your best friend is still going strong at 43 years old. You might as well at, I don't know how old Gronk is, 30-something. 30, 30 Let's see, how old is Gronk? How old is Gronk? He's only 30 years old. Like, why wouldn't you go back? You're 30 years old. With his bionic arm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, a, he's a baby. I'll be back. And he was. He is. Dude, 6'6", 265 pound. Just massive clown. So. All right, well. Late for the kill, it. but early for the slaughter. Yeah. That's a soil work reference for all you <laughs> grunge heads out there. Metal Swedish band. Yeah, well, that's why you lost me. So so where were we going to mention the 173 years? I guess we can just run it real quick. If you want, I mean. I got time. Well, yeah, I came across this article on the interwebs, and uh, the title kind of grabbed me, and then I started reading it. And I don't have it pulled up in front of me, so forgive me. But um, basically, there are Irish people donating slash giving money to um, Choctaw, I believe, and Navajo, I think, as well. You'll have to... Mm -hmm. We'll put the article in the show notes so you can... You can read it for yourselves, but basically they're donating money because uh, of the um, pandemic we're going through and how it's affecting their community. Um, And the reason they're doing it is because their ancestors, back in the early 1800s, I believe, or um, mid-1800s, it was almost 200 years ago. That's the whole reason for the, like... 173 for 170 thing. That's it exactly. Um, So I think 173 years ago there was a potato famine and these tribes the ancestors I should say of these tribes helped the the Irish people out. So here we find ourselves almost 200 years later and they're like doing their due diligence to help out these uh, Choctaw and uh, Indian tribes here in America. And I don't know, man. I just thought it was, like, interesting, kind of unique. And, again, just it shows hope for the humankind, you know? Like, yeah, I think there's some Jesus that we can pull from that just with the, you know, selfish self. What am I trying to say? Selflessness. <laughs> Selflessness, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, yeah, I wanted to bring it up and see what you thought, because, you know, it's kind of yeah. kind of just out there like that. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so um, it's 173 years ago um, when um, 
when the native tribes, the Choctaw, Navajo, sent over money uh, to help Ireland. And uh, basically, it's a, a, a CEO of this company. Uh, it's called And Open. I guess it's a it's a gift giving company based in Dublin, and so people are donating, you know, through his company, donating to uh, to help the tribes here uh, in America, which is pretty cool because they have seen. I saw the numbers. The Navajo Nation reported more than 2,700 coronavirus cases and 70 deaths as of Monday this week. So, um, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, especially that's a, considering it's not like New York City or anything, you know, like population-wise. Right. right, right. So, I mean, obviously they're hurting, you know, it's a lot of people to be dying and and believe it or not a lot of these tribes we we know that there's a lot of Indian casinos right but a lot of these tribes man are broke they're very very far below the poverty line and um high alcoholism rates and high drug abuse rates um amongst many of these tribes they're not all just freaking loaded um and of course this virus seems to be hitting the impoverished a whole lot more than those who are, you know, wealthy and or more well off, you know. So um yeah, I think it's a cool thing, man. I think it's great that, you know, they remembered and actually even cared enough to give back. I mean, that's a long time. So this must be like something that's taught in their history or something, man. That, hey, during this big famine, the potato, the great potato famine of 1852, like they lost over a million people, <laughs> according to this article, over a million people died during this famine. Um, and so I imagine that this would be a serious thing that's taught in their history and um, quite uh, sentimental. And teaching uh, gratitude towards these Native Americans who helped them out. I think it's a really cool thing, man. And, you know, like you said in the pre-show, uh, I think it's Christ-like. I think it definitely shows um, a lot of love and appreciation and gratitude. And um, it's a good thing. So, yeah. A bright spot in this COVID nightmare, if you will. Yep. <clears throat> so kind of makes you wonder cool. surrounded by his glory what will your heart feel oh fuck off <laughs> you can only imagine man shut up <laughs> fucking <laughs> a, man you made me lose my train of thought I was about to put something in the show notes important uh oh fuck Christ like potato famine Indians. 170. Right. Dude, I have not had a drink all day. And you're pushing me there. <coughs> your wife started it when she left her coffee on the counter. Mercy, mercy me. All right, uh, let's put a bow on it. I can only imagine <laughs> how you're going to do that. 
Oh, you can visit us at unchurchedpodcast.show. Back up, rewind. Try again. Unchurchedpodcast.show. And uh, you can catch our emails there as well. Info at unchurchedpodcast.show. And of course, get links to our Instagram and Twitter. They are at unchurchedpod. Give us a shout out. Give us a like and a share. And we love you forever for it. All right. Peace. Peace.